Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. I hope you are staying with us. This is Welcome to C&C Chat Chat. I'm your host, Cardelia Reed, and you are? I'm your other host, <laughs> Claudia DiMartino. Um, welcome. Uh, we come to you each week where we talk about life issues mm-hmm. from a biblical perspective. We wear no masks. There's no pretense here. There's no script. And it's just us keeping it real. And in these episodes, we're getting really real. Extremely. Um, extremely real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last episode, uh, we, <clears throat> I interviewed, Car- I'm interviewing Cardelia. And we're being very open and honest with you uh, mm-hmm. to show right now where Cardelia was in her life. And in this episode, we're going to be going forward and what the Lord has done once she received the Lord. Now, just to kind of give a quick summation, mm-hmm. in the last episode, mm-hmm. Cardelia very stoically and passionately <laughs> discussed that she was very much affected by the demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and she saw demons, trances, she saw dead people talking and all that kind of stuff. But the Lord has delivered her out of all of this. She accepted the Lord in 2016. And it's been a fast trajectory into the woman of God that she is and the call that she has on her life. So in this episode, we're going to be going to that perspective of her life, that part of her life. And I'm just going to say, let's pick it up where we left off. I want to say the most blessed thing, one of the most blessed things that happened to me was that the day I was the the day after I was healed, the Lord told me to go and look up dreams, do a Wikipedia search on dreams. Mm. I didn't know what was happening to me, the trance states. Mm. I had no name for them. I just said I saw something. When I looked them up, <laughs> you're gonna love this. I saw the term sleep paralysis, mm. and how bad I had it was like the top eight percent of the world. So I'm not the only one, okay. Mm. However, I could be one of the few that have given their lives over to the Lord. Mm. That's why I'm glad we're doing this. But also, with the there was a witch that came into my room. That witch, the same witch, her picture was online. I thought I was going to pass out. It was the first time I felt the power of the Holy Ghost on my life. I felt a, whoa, that's not possible. How could that be? This, and it was, it was so interesting. She had come in my room so much. I felt nostalgic. Like I know this person. I know her, you know, but I found out, I found out the reason why this witch shows up the way she showed up is because of the destiny and the the destiny and the calling on that person's life is greatness. Uh-huh. I did not know that uh-huh. until I read that. And that's why the Lord told me to look it up because I need to be. In, this is scientific stuff uh-huh. that went into the paranormal, into the supernatural. Uh-huh. And here we are saying, OK, this witch came because of the calling on your life. And now, Claudia, now that I've seen the things that I've seen about death, mm-hmm. I understand. No wonder the devil kept trying to come mm-hmm. in my room because this is a big one, you know. So well, thank God for that. Well, why don't you start describing the call on your life? Okay. So I'm going to say something here and um, bear with us. You heard, if you listen to the last show, you can get through this show because <laughs> this is a really good part. So I had a friend recently that invited me to a funeral. And she said, Cordelia, I'm not going to tell you what happened to the person. I just really want you to come to the funeral with me. 
I said, okay, I'm, obviously I'm very picky about funerals I go to. I have to be. I don't have a choice. So I said, okay, sure. And I knew the Lord wanted me to go. So I go to this. Did I tell you this? I don't think I uh-uh. told you. No, this is my good friend. I didn't tell her. So now you get to hear it with her. <laughs> so we go to the funeral, and I'm looking in the casket, and it was very disturbing. But I'm standing there just as stoic as I'm standing talking to you. And it was obvious to me someone even tried to pick her up out of the casket because her hair was up. And it was a hot mess. I said, maybe they should have had a closed funeral, uh-huh. casket funeral. Uh-huh. She looks at me. I look at her like, why did you bring me here? You know, I didn't tell her that. So then, um, and her mouth, I'm telling you this for a reason, was back like this. It was just, whoo. Now, you're seeing this in the spirit? And no, I saw it was in the casket, like big time. No, but that's what she looked like in the casket? Yes, she mouth? did. Okay. Yes, she did. So this she is- looked very rough in the casket to the mm-hmm. point where I was... They should have had a closed casket funeral, and okay. that's why she didn't want to say it because she knew the person. I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of got from that she kind of had some a not good death, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward about a week or two later, two weeks later, I'm in SeaWorld with my family in Orlando, very crowded around Christmas. I mean, it was so crowded, I didn't want to be there anymore. But I was at this show with my kids, minding my own business, and walks past me. The same lady I saw in the casket. Her mouth was the same way it was in the casket. It was every feature the Lord highlighted. When I'm looking at her in the casket, she carried this feature. Even her hands was the same. Because I'm I'm thinking this is just my imagination. They'll say, no, it's not your imagination. She didn't seem to notice me. And I'm talking about my physical eyes. I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. anything supernatural Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, huh? That's not normal because I'm with my kids. I'm not even thinking about mm-hmm. anything spiritual, obviously. Well, later, I completely not, I let it go because it was a little above. Sometimes when that supernatural stuff happens, you can't deal with it at that moment. But the, the Lord dealt with it. The next morning in prayer, which I told you about my prayer life, the Lord said, let's talk about what you saw yesterday. I said, he said, you need to pray for her soul. She's not content. She should not have died the way she died. I didn't know how she died. I didn't know her. Remember, he said, pray for her soul because she's not at peace. And I prayed for her soul and um, which I did. So I said, OK, <clears throat> I went and told my friend, I said, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. The person you didn't tell me how this person died. I said, but I, I told her what happened. And she it's the first time I've ever seen her stunt. She almost passed. I said, Cordelia. I was not okay with how she died, and I've been praying that her whole family get saved. I've been praying for her soul. I said, whoa. I said, well, I'm telling you what the Lord told me. So it come to find out, I shared this with a good friend of ours who mm-hmm. we know, um, mm-hmm. our minister. He said, it just means that you have the gifting of the resurrection of the dead. The Lord has given you that gift. If you're not walking with the Lord, that is a very heavy calling, and the spirit of death is very intimidating. It's nothing to be played around with, okay? Because the first thing the devil wants to do is tell you, you're going to be that. You're going to die, mm-hmm. which, you know, obviously don't believe mm-hmm. that. But the next thing I want to say is that if you don't know you have that calling and dealing with death all your life, how would you know unless you walk with the Lord? The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. tells us everything. Mm-hmm. He's the one that gave it to us. Yeah. So I, that's I, what my life is like now. I walk with the Lord. I'm not always aware of that particular gifting, but I know that it's there. Obviously. I want to pick up on something. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, no, scripturally. That's that's scripturally. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a particular scripture, mm-hmm. you know, to be absent from the body is to be present yes, with the Lord. Yes. But when we die, our soul and spirits are separated. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. So either we're going to go to heaven yeah. or we're going to go to hell. Yeah. And there's a, there is no in-between. No. 
So help me understand why the Lord would ask you to pray for her soul if she's already dead. Yeah, it's a great question. I think there are a lot of things about death that we don't understand. So that's a great, what takes me back to is when the rich man died and he was in hell. So I don't believe that she, there's peace there in how she died. So what I understand is when the soul and spirit separate from the body, the soul somehow can get into torment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if she was not saved, we know that spirit is going to go eventually to the eternal mm-hmm. death, right? But apparently we're not there yet because of the judgment and things like that, judgment day and all that kind of stuff. However, when I, we go back to that particular scripture with the rich man with the, at the gates of, uh, at hell, right? When he was very thirsty. Mm-hmm. And then you have the poor man who was in Abraham's bosom. You know, there was some, there was a gully in between, right? It takes... Every time I think about this, I think about that particular thing. There was something active going on there that we don't know about. All I know is that there's an unrest there that the the man had when he was in hell. But this was when there was Abraham bosom. Mm-hmm. So now it's just, you know, what we call as heaven. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm stuck on this. Okay. No, okay. Well, yeah. gonna, we're being yeah. real, people. We're being yeah, very no, real. You should be. It's, this is not a normal conversation. No. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's an understatement yeah. if ever there was one. Um, yeah. Now, if a person's soul yeah. goes to hell, yeah. they're going to be tormented for, for all eternity. Absolutely. Okay. But if one soul spirit goes to heaven, right. there's the joy of the Lord. There yeah. is no um, disturbance. There's no ill will. There's no uh, uh, lack of peace. It's sure. joy, peace sure. in the presence oh, of yeah. God. Absolutely. So... I, I myself need mm. clarification yeah. here uh, yeah. because if this woman did not yeah. die a good death yeah. and she's tormented and in hell, I don't how understand she how yeah. she gets rest in yeah. a place that will be forever tormenting. Yeah, I think it's a very good question. But I think that if you go back to when Jesus was on the mount and he was with the disciples mm-hmm. and remember Moses showed up talking to him. I think it was Moses and I well, Elijah say Moses and Elijah. The yeah. Because Moses represented the law. Elijah represented. Mm-hmm. The, OK, so and the Lord said to them, don't discuss what you saw. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to there's some things about hell and death that we don't understand. I think it goes back. There are things about hell and death that the Lord does not want us to know. And I also believe, I deeply believe, Claudia, that it's not the Lord's will that any should perish. I go, I think it goes back to the new season that we're mm-hmm. in. Because remember, his word states, mm-hmm. eyes have not seen, ears yes, have, have not, not heard. heard. The human mind can't see the plans for those that love him. So that means the Lord is doing something new in this season. And the reason why he's not letting us know, because we can't do anything about it. I mean, he'll tell us if he wants to pray into it or stop it or change mm-hmm. it. But I think that's where it goes at, because so many of God's people. OK, I'm saying God's people because I know they're not they may not be saved yet. So many people are dying unfair deaths right now mm-hmm. they're dying deaths they should not die mm-hmm. and the lord is seeing that now what is the lord going to do we don't know i just know we're in a very new season so mm-hmm. it's a great question and we're going to be continue it because um i really believe that there the soul gets unrest and i believe that's when people go back to the spooky wookie all that stuff they see uh which we see on tv with the paranormal mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're looking at souls that are unrest mm-hmm. or that died not in christ but what is the Lord doing about those souls? All we can do is just do what the Lord's saying and pray for them. It's a great question, hmm. though, because we don't have enough 
evidence in the uh -huh. biblical. We have the evidence he left. We have when Lazarus came back. Uh -huh. We have the two witnesses coming back in the, in the book of Revelation. Uh -huh. We don't know who they, where they came from, uh -huh. but they came from Christ. Uh -huh. But we know the man was in hell and he left the this, this statement there for that. And so, you know, anyway. Somehow I think we got a, a serious topic coming out of this That's a particular good one. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I agree. We can get some biblical references. Exactly. I want, I want to get biblical. <laughs> Anybody who's watched this show knows that I like facts, and this is an area that I'm Good. not very conversant in. Yeah. So because I'm it. I'm being like very real here and going, yeah. uh, say who what? Right. So that's good. There's some deep diving that we're gonna do, and possibly most likely gonna have some episodes dealing with I this. Think we should. You know. Yeah. So okay, we'll move over to now. Yeah. So <laughs> so in terms of your call for resurrection. Now, Jesus did resurrect people from the dead. Actually, there are, there were actually, I've read recently four. Mm -hmm. There was Lazarus. Mm -hmm. There was Jairus's daughter. There was, hmm, I'm forgetting the third, but there was also himself. Yeah, that little girl. Oh, no, that, that was a daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was another one. I can't another, remember, I can't remember the third Elijah. one. Okay. But, but yeah. the, um, fourth one was himself. Yes. Wow. And Jesus That's says, so greater works than you shall do. Wow, absolutely. Then I, as I go, you go to the Father. So Jesus raised people from the dead. So I'm giving you biblical reference absolutely. here. So as Christians with a gift, mm -hmm. we should be able to raise people from the dead. Absolutely. So I would like you to explain that gifting, that calling, and have you experienced that in your in your call? Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you said that. Um, we're getting there with the call because there are things that I'm seeing happen now that I have not seen before. For example, and I'm not sure who's watching this in my family, but the Lord showed me even today, because he knew we were going to be talking about this. Mm -hmm. I had an aunt that recently passed away mm -hmm. and she was 70 years old when she passed away. And you can't touch that because she lived her 70 years and it can't, it won't just be anyone's funeral or anyone that's going to come back. It's going to be who the Lord wants to come back. Mm -hmm. But this particular aunt, um, I remember just being so dis ah. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way she died. I didn't like anything about it. The mm -hmm. stronghold, the genetics, the demonic, I hated it. But I remember when I was praying, I got into this Holy Spirit. Ugh, you know, my family didn't know what to do with me, you know, because mm -hmm. I was praying. And the Lord said, how do you know nothing happened? He said, her eyes opened wide. You would have never seen them. I said, well, Lord, I don't want her eyes to stay open. If she's looking at the castle. Because no, because she went back to sleep. I took her there. He said, when people go to sleep, remember when Jesus said she's only sleeping? Mm-hmm. We sleep in Christ. When we're in Christ, we sleep. Mm -hmm. The others don't. They're just mm -hmm. dead, you know, because mm -hmm. they look dead. But I, I, I do believe. What was your question now? Let me make sure. <laughs> I want to make sure I stay on topic. I just got into a deep set. When we get into this segment, this is real deep, people. I got to climb my way out of this one. <laughs> That's a good thing I remember the question. I asked, like, in your call, the call that you have on your life. Right. Have you experienced oh, the raising that, the of the dead? And you said yeah. not yet. No, 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 not yet. Um, the way the Lord showed me in dreams. See, I, I've never been the kind of person when it comes. I've been casting out demons for too long to spend all this time on demons. He said, no, when you walk by, they should come out. When you walk by, they should wake up. Same thing. That's what he showed me in dreams for, forever. Mm -hmm. So, no, not yet. Okay. It's very rare that I get rendered speechless. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but oh, I did have a friend that just almost died in surgery. She almost died in surgery, and the Lord told me she took too much medication before surgery. Who does that? Mm-hmm. And the Lord told me to pray for her to make sure she don't die because I knew she was she was getting there. Mm-hmm. And Lord, so I said, if you think you're gonna die mm-hmm. while you're in surgery, you're wrong. In Jesus' mm-hmm. name, now you you shall not die. You will live. Mm-hmm. I just prayed that prayer. She went in surgery, came out. She was fine. The mm-hmm. next day, they told her she almost died in surgery. And thank wow. God for those prayers. So I really, I know we're getting there. Uh, and we have to get there when the Lord presents itself. So don't you die. <laughs> I won't die either. Don't well, you it's die. It's funny. You know, but, it's, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, right, we, know, right. we know things. Like I remember when my uh, grandmother, mm. she was 94. Mm-hmm. She dealt with Alzheimer's for four years. And the Lord woke me up at one thirty mm, in the morning, right, right, and right. I woke up with the scripture to be absent from the body is to Absolutely. be present with the Lord. Absolutely. Then we got a call from the nursing home saying my grandmother had been rushed to the hospital. Wow. And they had a DNR for her, yeah. but they couldn't find the paperwork. Right. So finally they got it, and they were able to take her off the um, the tubes and everything. Sure. She Life died immediately. Course. Yeah. But I knew in my heart mm. that my grandmother went to heaven. Oh, absolutely. And when we do my thing, I'll tell you about that. Yeah, but, no, um, that's good. So, but there were other situations like my aunt. Yeah. When she was suffered terribly. She had heart surgery and stuff like that. Mm. And she was dealing with a lot of lung problems. I woke, I had a dream. I saw a, her in a casket, but there was an angel sitting mm. at the head of the casket. So the Lord That's was telling me Absolutely. he's taking her home. Absolutely. So That's I had perfect. a peace about yes. both because I knew they were going to heaven. That's how it's supposed to be. You know. It's supposed to be that way. But the Lord will do that. He'll give us a warning. He, I mean, you know? And then, you know, the Lord doesn't do any, most of the things the Lord do, he'll go through his prophets first. That's in Amos. I think it's Amos 3, 4. Um, don't quote me on that. I know it's in the book of Amos, <laughs> but, but then there's some things he won't tell us, you know, but yeah, just like with the whole death thing. I mean, if someone close to you is dying and you have that gift, you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. You're going to experience something. You're going to know something. I just, I'm just thankful to the Lord that I know to pray against it. Now mm-hmm. I did have a cousin that almost died. Um, and my mom was on the phone with me and she said that this, her, his father was going to pick out his casket. I said, stop. Mm-hmm. The Lord said he's not about to die. And we start praying against it mm-hmm. because he had ten percent of his heart volume left. He did not die. Mm-hmm. He lived. I prayed against it. He lived another ten months, but he went back on drugs, uh, and then he died. So, what um, you say? You pray against stuff, mm-hmm. but when God shows us things mm-hmm. about ourselves and the call in our mm-hmm. lives, there's a preparation period. Mm-hmm. To get us ready. Yeah. It doesn't happen like that. We have to be ready for what's coming. And so what type of preparation are you doing yeah. for the day that the Lord says, raise this one from the dead? Yeah, you know, I, I have to tell you that when we live a life with the Lord, you have to have that one-to-one time. I know we talk about that, but you will have no peace unless you have that one-to-one time because the devil's just going to be at you. Mm-hmm. He hates the calling mm-hmm. on your life. So I have a lot of one-to-one time with the Lord, and I have just this equal time in his word. Mm-hmm. I'm actually at the point right now where I have to have the word throughout the day mm-hmm. because I, I just I can't function without it. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the God's verse is we shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of the Lord. Well, the ones that he, have, he has chosen, his remnant, like us, mm-hmm. We will not live by bread alone. Like the Lord makes sure that. So I started out with a little bit. Then I got much. And the Lord said, you got to have much. 
You have to just partake. I mean, you have to engulf yourself in the word. So I spend a lot of time in prayer. I'm not telling you that I do like this all day. No, mm-hmm. I pray in the spirit. I yeah. pray in tongues. Yeah. Like I was driving here praying in tongues. Claudia was late because of traffic. I was sitting here praying in tongues because I know when you pray in tongues, you're edifying the spirit and you weaken the mm-hmm. flesh. And so I needed that because of our distractions that we mm-hmm. have. So I spend that time praying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I spend the time in God's word. And also I make sure I'm around people who are spirit filled. Mm-hmm. That's huge because when you have a calling on your life, the first thing the devil want to do is engulf you with the wrong people because he knows bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. So those are the things I do. I stay engulfed and listen to inspirational mm-hmm. messages all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's most of my life. Mm-hmm. And the other part is just, of course, my family and making sure my kids are prepared. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever um, search out or look for ministers who have the same call on their lives and who have experienced the raising of the dead because it has been happening. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did not search them out. They found me, believe it or not. <laughs> That's the, that was one of the most powerful things I learned when I started my, my, my walk. These people, the Lord sent these people to me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they, we, he put us together. There was one minister that was in Africa um, when I was at Pinewood Studios because they always have these ministers come because it was a prophet that actually identified the calling of my life. You know, it takes mm-hmm. prophets to identify other prophets. But this particular man said that he was over in Africa. He started praying. Someone put a baby in front of him. He just prayed for the baby. Mm-hmm. And the crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, the baby was dead. <laughs> he prayed for the baby. The baby came back to life. Mm-hmm. So the Lord started just putting these ministers in front of me. Mm-hmm. Big time. I mean, big time that's experienced that. Especially the, the ministers that I follow now. Big mm-hmm. time. They, mm-hmm. they have death. They're starting to experience the raising of the dead now. Mm-hmm. Way more. I don't know if you've noticed mm-hmm. it. Way more than it's ever been. Have mm-hmm. you noticed that now? You're starting to hear about well, that a whole lot more I'm now. Well, I'm hearing more Especially about the it. African people. I was about to say. <laughs> That's it. It tends to happen. <laughs> it seems to happen yeah. more in under underprivileged countries, Absolutely. third world countries. Absolutely. Versus, say, in a uh, culture oh, like ours. Oh, my Why God. is that? I believe because the veil is so thin. And the veil meaning the the veil the, the 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 thing that separates us from the lord mm-hmm. so there's no separation the supernatural because people in undeveloped countries are so hungry for something more mm-hmm. they're hungry they they're desperate mm-hmm. they're crawling for the more mm-hmm. and the ones that really want the lord they truly want the lord mm-hmm. or they're in the witchcraft there's no middle mm-hmm. ground because it doesn't work yeah. middle ground doesn't work we only have middle ground here in the, in the western culture but it's because they're so hungry and mm-hmm. desperate for the lord and so i remember when even when i went over to nigeria i experienced the angelic Big time, just mm-hmm. wonderfulness, and and that's exactly where it's been mm-hmm. happening. Actually, uh, there is a Nigerian pastor that I follow, and they've been experiencing the raising of the dead like crazy, mm-hmm. like crazy over there. It's been it's just amazing, and this because the veil is so thin. And you're gonna if I remember when I first got saved, when I first started my walk in 2016, the, the evangelist said, if you ever want a big miracle, go to Africa. Well, it's the truth mm-hmm. because it's just people in those undeveloped worlds that they, they really are hungry for the Lord. So you're going to mm-hmm. experience the supernatural like never before. Mm-hmm. Even when I meet ministers from Mexico or South America or from people, places of it, it's something about the United States. Someone told me that when they're in the United States, they have a hard time accessing the Holy Spirit as quick. Yeah. You go over to Africa, boom, you mm-hmm. know, here you're like, okay, why am I not feeling it? Okay. <laughs> It's because we're so materialistic. Mm-hmm. There's so much idolatry here. Yeah. That's why. But isn't it also that we mentally ascend? Yeah. We, we, we're so caught up in what we think. That in we, ourselves, it's, big it, time. This is all a heart issue. Absolutely. And I agree. we're not used to this kind of stuff here. We're, we're like, well, right. we're above this kind of thing. Oh. 
no. Um, right. Absolutely. But, you know, but people are into other things because mm-hmm. people are hungry for the supernatural. They really are. But personally, I'm grateful that I have the supernatural from God's side. Amen. Versus the dark side. Absolutely. But yet I'm very aware, as Cordelia has experienced in her own life, the reality of the dark side. But now the light overtakes the dark. It overtakes the dark. And I'm just going to prophesy and declare and believe that we're going to have a show that counteracts Mm -hmm. the darkness. Because Mm -hmm. I was in CVS today and saw a paranormal magazine. Now, you call me what you want, but I don't look at the magazine stand when I go in stores. But to see that now, Mm -hmm. people are cuckoo over the paranormal and supernatural mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But it's all dark. Mm-hmm. We got to have an angelic show so they can see the, mm-hmm. the presence of the angelic mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Prophesy. Well, right now, I mean, just within the last week or so, there's the revival that's happening in Asbury. Oh, yeah. In, okay. In Kentucky. And also, I just saw this morning that in Cedarville, Ohio, at mm. another university, okay. this Holy Spirit is breaking out. It's starting. So it's, it's starting. That's good. Okay. That's good. And it's affecting our oh, young people so primarily good. because they're, they're so hungry and they're open. Yes. So that's good. Keep your eyes and hearts mm. open and tuned because the Holy Spirit is breaking out. And prayers, That's so good. prayers are being answered because the light of God, the light of Jesus overtakes. He overcame the world. And you have the authority of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I don't want you to get too shaken up here. So even when I was saying I rebuke, when those demons showed up, I said, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. They may not have left the first time, but they did leave by the okay. third. So I'm going to tell you right now, you have authority over scorpions mm-hmm. and serpents, over all the power of the devil, and that it shall by any means harm you. And you have to use that authority. I'm so happy now that young people, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what Joel 2.28 says. Mm-hmm. It talks about your young men, your old men shall yeah, have visions and dreams. dreams. It's starting. Yeah. It's going to be Holy Spirit parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. People are going to be getting drunk in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They're not going to be able to go to work because they're going to have yeah. Holy Spirit hangover. Amen. And with that, we're closing out this yes. uh, phenomenal interview with Cordelia and her mm. life and her walk with the Lord. Mm. If you have any questions, yes. I just feel yes. you might yes. be having questions, yes. you can contact us at ccchatchat22 at gmail.com. Yes. It's on the, the screen below. Again, that's cccchatchat22. 22, 22, yes. 22 at gmail.com. I'm sure you have questions, yes. but mostly we ask that we believe that you've been touched. Yes. You want to know more about Jesus. Yes. Ask him into your heart. Walk into the light and away from the darkness. Absolutely. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Cordelia. Thank you. See you next time. <laughs>